Hello, everyone, and welcome to the That Settles It podcast, where our belief and our motto is, if God said it, then that settles it. I am your host, Shondell Winfield, author, speaker, empowerment specialist. Remember to visit our website, www.thatsettlesit.us, for all things that settles it. You can catch replays of our podcast episodes and, of course, get some encouragement while you're there. Just want to give you a heads up that we only have two more episodes left in this season, season two, and we'll be done and we'll take a little break as we prepare to celebrate the intergalactic holiday coming up on May 13th. Uh, but again, you can catch replays of our podcast episodes anytime at our website, www.thatsettlesit.us. So let's jump right into this week's episode and it is pulled right from the That Settles It blog. It's like one of our first blogs, like within the first year of the That Settles It blog. And this one is entitled, But While I Am Coming. But While I Am Coming. So real quick, I want to pose a question. Have you noticed that a lot of times we don't have as much compassion for people who may be struggling in a particular area where we have no struggle or in an area that we've overcome that struggle? Just be honest with yourself and think about that for a moment. So in our finite minds, we think about these people. We think like you should have been out of that by now. Or why are you still struggling with that? And so because they haven't come out of their situation, whatever it is, whether it's unemployment or addiction or promiscuity, sin, whatever it is, we assume, well, they must not want it bad enough or we think that they're lazy. And we have a tendency to overlook their efforts simply because they aren't where we think they should be by now. I know, so so hypocritical. But there's a, a story um, in the scripture, and it's John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. And I'm not going to read it, but it's a popular story. It's about the man, well, it was a bunch of lame people that were by this pool, uh, the pool of Bethesda. And, you know, they would lay there and they would wait for the angel to come down at a certain season to the pool and trouble the water. And then whoever was first in the water afterwards, you know, they would be made whole. So there was a man there and it says he had been lying there for about 38 years. And then when Jesus saw him, you know, he asked him, you know, you've been here a long time, sir. And then Jesus, he, he asked him, you know, would you, do you want to be made whole? And the man said, well, sir. I, I have no man to help me when the water's trouble, you know, others step in, they step down before me while I'm coming. Someone else steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And then immediately that man was made whole and he took up his bed and walked on that same day. So basically is saying he wanted to do it, but when he was trying, someone else would step down in front of him and he had no one to help him before now. And so let's just think about that for a moment because I have, you know, found myself in that place of, but while I'm coming. And once I found myself in that place, I gained a better understanding. So this is that place in our lives where we feel like, you know, we're doing the best we can according to our ability. And then to those on the outside looking in, it may not look like we're really applying ourselves, but we thank God that he is not like us. 
So instead of assuming that you don't want it bad enough, he sees even your smallest efforts. And then he comes and brings you to your expected end, just like he said he would in Isaiah 43 and 19. So this is me telling you, don't give up on yourself. Let's think about it like this. Maybe God is going to do a new thing in you, for you, and through you. So in today's society, many people, including believers, they have this, I'm going for mine, you get your own mentality. But what about the scripture that says, when you're strengthened, go back and restore your brothers. So just like this man, where are all the people who stepped in before him and were made whole? No one felt compelled to come back and help him. So to help someone who's in the same place they were once in, no one felt compelled to come back and help him. So let's, let me just pose this thought. What if God is saving the best for last? His, you know, his word says, eyes have not seen, nor is her, neither has it entered into the heart of man. All the great things the Lord has in store for you. So what if he's going to bless you like he's blessed no other? What if this whole thing is a setup so that no man will be able to get the glory for what God is going to do for you? Because there's no way that he's going to let the same people who counted you out and talked about you and told you that you didn't want it bad enough. He's not going to let them take the credit for the way that he is going to blow your mind. So notice that because Jesus showed up, that man didn't even have to get into the pool to receive his healing, but he was immediately made whole. So what if you are that special to God? So he is, he can't bless you the same way as everyone else. Because your blessing is divinely designed, tailor-made just for you. What if it's because he's seen your faith, even when others were being blessed all around you, he saw that you still didn't give up. Yeah, you may have grown weary, but you didn't give up and you kept the faith. What if? Remember, if God said it, then that settles it. So I just want to remind you this week, if you've been waiting and it seems like you can't catch a break, like everyone else is being blessed except you, no matter how hard you try, then this is for you. The Lord has seen you in your season of, but while I am coming. And I'm here to tell you that I am the Lord. I am. He has come to bless you indeed. So this is your reminder. Rise. Take up your bed and walk. Have a wonderful, prosperous, faith-filled week.